Leicester, the shell boom, Rome, come on. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kick Whoever Junior Show, starring Junior Kick Whoever Junior. Join Junior along with the Wayne Borde Band as he makes any can from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kick Whoever Junior. Okay, so we get plenty for catch up on Hawaiians, bro. We never do podcasts long time. Okay, so um, the the whole thing was, bro, I've had laryngitis, okay? And uh, laryngitis has been good. You know, ever since the skies been filled up with the California fire smoke, bro, you, you guys, see, I don't know if you guys seen that, right? You guys, you guys seen that, right? Because, oh, bro, I was down in the hospital because I had to go pick up medicine. Oh, man, I, you know, because, okay, this is embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you guys real-life stories, okay? So so this is embarrassing, but what had happened, okay, was they see, on my right hand, I get nails because I play Spanish guitar, right? And I teach some kids, you know, that kind of stuff, right? And so I went scratch my ear because the bugger was itchy. <laughs> I went scratch him. I just, no, just like the outside, right, you know, I will scratch him. And um, I just went finished sharpening my nails. So I sharpened my nails. Kind of like, you know, the kind of like the cats do. They, they shopping them on top of the kind, right? On the couch. You know how they claw them like, yeah. I use, I use on file. <laughs> so I use one of the memory board kind of stuff. You know, wahini kind of stuff. You pick them up longs. You know what I mean? So, so I was speaking, so I, I was shopping them and then scratch my ear, bugger and cut. And then we get infected and dead. Had to go to hospital and dead. Bro, that's a long story. First of all, we want to start with the attitude of, no. So when I was there, right? Then the, the nurses was going, oh, but we get plenty of guys coming in from the smoke, from the California fire. So every time, every time the wind dies down, the smoke comes to town, right? So, yeah, so please pray for trade winds because today we get smoke, kind Trade winds going on. So that's why we haven't been on the podcast, but uh, I, I just rest assured that the podcast is in full effect. Okay, so now we got to go look at all these kind of stuff, okay? And... um we want to say how's it to and and mahalo thank you to the united states okay all of the states we only get we only get 30 states bro out of 50 we only get 30 kentucky was the last one so we want to say how's it to kentucky and mahalo to kentucky okay and then um so the three states break down like this california is number one we get the most visitors in california number two is texas okay the lone star state mahalos to you guys right one day, bro, I got to go Texas because, you know me, I love horses, bro. I had one horse for 18 years. Yep, and um, I actually proposed to her, and then I had to cut her loose. But anyway, that's it. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm talking about a real horse. When real, when real horse, you know, the kind, yeah, the kind you ride in competition and stuff like that. So I don't champion horse for 11 years. But, yeah, I want to see Texas. Texas, the, bro, those guys are hardcore. Talk about, talk about cowboys, bro. Oh, hardcore up there. And, uh, in fact, we want to say to one of our, one of our friends is up there, Kamaka Ching. So, Kamaka, if you're listening to the podcast, bro, aloha, uh, in Texas. And then Hawaii, 
Okay, Hawaii is number three. Now, you would think, you would think, right, okay, well, Junior's from Hawaii. Junior's doing his podcast in Hawaii. His number one audience would be in Hawaii, right? Okay, no. Uh, but, but we're working on them, Hawaiians. We're working on, we're working on them, okay. And then, uh, to the countries, we want to say, mahalo to Ireland, Ghana, the Netherlands, Canada, United Kingdom, Bangladesh, Poland, Australia, France, Brazil, Slovakia, Germany, South Africa, Italy, Russia, Japan, Belgium, Peru, Israel, uh, Romania, Vietnam, Philippines, and Austria. So, one of mahalo those guys. Thank you very much for being part of the podcast. And, uh, so, it breaks down like this, right? 67% is on Apple. Now, the last time we talked was 80. was like around 80. was like high 70s, I think. And Spotify was down around 14. Spotify is 16. Okay, so I, I think right now, if we if we choose to put any advertising dollars anywhere for the podcast, I think it's on Spotify. I think that's uh, that's where it's happening. That's where the growth is. Anchor is 5%. Others, like, uh, you know, we get so many platforms. We are on so many platforms right now. Our distribution guy, right? And we call him, uh, we, <laughs> we call him, we, we call him Ernie. Uh, but his, his real name is Ernest. And our distribution guy gets it out to everybody. So, Ernie, mahalo. Uh, anyway, so, the, uh, the demographics, real quick, because we never do this long time. The 18 to 22 year olds, they still have nothing to do with us. The kids have dropped out, okay, the 0 to 17 year olds. The 23 to 27 year olds is 3%. 28 to 34 is, uh, they have nothing to do with us. And then 35 to dead, okay, uh, that, that's our demographic right there. 35 to dead, 91% male, female is 8%. Okay, so we want to, uh, want to mahalo you guys and thank you guys. And, uh, so, you know, we just, we're kind of looking like my voice isn't really back yet, Hawaiians, okay? So we, we're going to, you know, we're going to talk star about all this stuff, okay? But what I wanted to really um, talk star about, because politics is, is the hot spot right now, right? Politics is going on right now. So we wanted to talk small kind, like small kind, not big kind, small kind, about the politics, right? Now, there's a lot of stuff that you guys maybe do not know. Because I ran into this guy yesterday, right? And we was talking about Obama. And Obama came out and, you know, made this speech and all this kind of stuff, right? And and then, you know, and he and this guy was saying, Wow, bro, you ought to be proud of Obama. He's from Hawaii. He was born and raised in Hawaii. I said, well, he was raised in Hawaii. Okay, whether or not he was born in Hawaii, okay, right? We don't know. We're not sure, Okay. He goes, what do you mean you're not sure? He was born and raised in Hawaii. And I said, wait, wait. He went to school in Hawaii, right? We know that. We know he was body surfing sandies with slippers and shorts and throwing shakas. And we know he was smoking weed in Puno, right? All the kids in Puno, they're all smoking weed, right? Well, okay, not all the kids. But, yeah, yeah, we knew, Bob, in, back in my day, way back in my day, we went up, we used to play water polo at Puno. They were smoking weed at that time. So not, not, nothing too much has changed at Puno. No, it's a great school. Yeah, it's a great school. So so we want to say a lot to Puno, right? Nothing against the, nothing against you guys or anything like that. But see, that there's a big question mark when it comes to President Obama. Now, I don't know the guy, okay? I don't know the guy or not. This is all alleged stuff, okay? Okay, but, but I'm going to start to tell you guys that I think is pretty interesting, okay? Now, isn't it... Okay, so there was only one person 
there was only, you know, this birth certificate issue. You remember that, right? And we had this birth certificate issue. And they said, well, if Obama was really born in Hawaii, why doesn't he just produce a birth certificate? So the, the Obama birth certificate, okay, is kind of like President Trump's taxes. Okay, now I don't know President Trump either, right? I voted for him the first time, but it's only because I'm a lifelong Republican. I've always been. There was only one time when this guy, okay, so my friend Terry, well, he was my friend at the time, but this guy Terry, right, and he convinced me because he was voting, he was voting for this governor that we have over here in Hawaii, okay, and you guys wouldn't know him if, 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 if you guys had to, you know, Google him, maybe you could find him, okay, so Google Neil Abercrombie, okay, so he was telling me, because at the time, the whole the whole Democratic delegation from Hawaii. Hawaii is a blue state, okay? And I always voted red. I voted red since my first election was Ronald Reagan, right? And I voted red, like, my whole life. There was one, just one time I voted blue for one guy, for Neil Abercrombie, right? So next time you see Neil, you know, tell him. Because if I see him, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell Neil. You know, the only time I broke the red train was for you. Right. And the reason why was because a friend of mine, Senator Daniel K. Inouye, the Honorable Daniel K. Inouye. Right. He's a friend of the family. He was a friend of mine. I, I sat next to him. I told you guys not a podcast. I was sitting next to him. Election night, 1998. Right. Me and him in the office. Nobody else. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the guy. His campaign chairman was sitting on the back desk. Right. And all these big dogs was coming in and paying homage, you know. Because bro, he was the he was he was at one point Daniel K. Inouye was the most powerful guy in in the United States Senate. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. From Hawaii, okay. Now, if you guys if you guys don't believe that, go look it up. He was he was the president of the Arms Committee. He was the president of the military. You know, he he was the, he was on the committee. He was on the he was on the bro. He was they, they had so many committees, right? But he worked his way up, and he worked his way up from the bottom, and he was the man at one point. So I was sitting there, you know, we was talking story one night, okay? But that wasn't the point. The point was, okay, we needed all these powerhouse Democratic dudes in office, according to Terry, right, this guy. And, um, you know, so so he said, he said, well, we get, we get Neil Abercrombie, Right, because he was the U.S. representative at the time. He then we get Daniel K. Inouye, the senior senator, right? And then we get you know, and then he goes, if we get the Democratic governor, okay. Now this is one of the biggest lessons in my life, and this lesson I gotta tell you guys, this is the law of attraction, okay? This lesson is is all about you sticking to your principles, and never mind buying into this crap that other people tell you, no matter who it is, right? You live your life, you do your thing. Now, my principles, my foundational beliefs is that there's no foundation to liberalism. Okay, now this is not a political podcast, but I'm just mentioning this, right? So, so anyway, because of Terry, and Terry was running for the kind, he was running for House of Representatives. I walked the neighborhood with this guy, right? You know, I figured, well, you know, I know a lot of Filipino families in Kali Valley. I will walk the neighborhood with him. And so I did, right? Because he was my friend at the time. Okay, so anyway, so so I voted for because the theory was okay. So we get we get Governor Abercrombie if we get him inside, right? 
And then we get, and then we get, you know, Senator Inouye inside, right, already. And then we get Neil Abercrombie up there, right? I mean, we get the kind. So Senator Inouye, you know, was all, put it this way, was all blue, right? And all these guys going to work together to bring more to Hawaii, like, like more money to Hawaii, more jobs to Hawaii, whatever. I did not need a job. I had my companies. I was good. Okay. In fact, we were, you know, we were just to the point where we were almost tapping two hundred thousand a year, right? And I was like, and I was pushing, I was gunning, <laughs> I was gunning for two hundred thousand. Like, please, Lord, uh, please let me make two hundred thousand dollars this year, right? We was gunning for that. That did not happen. Okay. But we was, you know, like I said, my companies, my companies are consistent, right? But we we're not interested in in huge liabilities, right? And look at what happened with COVID. A lot of the guys that was in competition with us, they're gone, Hawaiians. They are gone. We are working on the web and they are folded. They are gone. Okay? And these guys was the guys that was making a couple million a year. You know, to them, 200,000 wasn't, wasn't nothing, right? But the thinking was, okay, we get all these guys in Congress, right? And we're going to get the Democratic governor. They all go work together. They're going to make Hawaii better. Okay. Did that happen? It did not happen. Bro, you know, and we had the most powerful senator in the United States Senate. Right? That was our boy. That was our Dan, Dan Inouye. Daniel K. Inouye. Now, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's that these guys, right, the, the delegation from Hawaii, didn't work together to bring anything to Hawaii. They, they didn't do anything, right, collectively, right? So I wasted my vote on this guy, right? I showed up at the campaign headquarters, and I saw all these old cynic dudes, all the old school guys. They all used to work for my Uncle Larry, and they was all, you know, and I seen them, I sick ass, all, hey, they know me. They know me. Half of them turn away when they see me coming because they know I know, and you know what? I don't play the favor game. I don't owe them anything, Right? And then they're like, oh, there he comes. There he, here he is again. Bruh, they were shaking in their boots. I walked in the damn place. They go, uh oh, uh, here he is. <laughs> there's there's Kiko Ever. He's, he's walking. There's Junior. He's coming. You know, and then I seen, so I seen another governor. Now I'm not going to mention his name. Okay? But he used to use the matching corporate jet to go golf on Molokai. Okay? Now, I will tell you that much. Okay, I'm not going to tell you his name, but he was this. So all these old-time Democrats, right? Or the good old boy network is what we call him in Hawaii. And so he was there, right? And so I walk up to him because, hey, bro, these, these guys are nothing to me. These guys, these guys are bought and paid for over and over and over and sideways and upside down, right? And this guy, and I walked up to the governor and I dressed him properly. I call him governor. Right. And, and, you know, so the thing, if you're a past governor, it doesn't matter if you're a past governor, you're a present governor, your title is governor. OK, so a lot of local people, you know, they, they, they get their thrills out of calling them by their first name and all, you know, but I addressed them as governor. And I said, hey, governor so-and-so, right, you know, and I said, hey, I remember when you used to hop on that Matson jet and go golf on Molokai and he looked at me and he goes, oh, no, no, we, we didn't do that. And I said, yeah, well, we got the picture of you and uh, so-and-so. And, you know, so-and-so was so proud of that picture, he put it up in his office, and we saw that. <laughs> and he, so, so I called him on his crap right there, right? 
And then, and then this, so this guy, right, this, this ex-governor of ours, right, which I don't, I don't care for the guy. The reason I don't care for the guy is that when he was in office, he didn't do that much for his people, okay? He's still not doing very much for anybody, but he makes a lot of noise. Every once in a while, he'll be in the news. He'll make a comment. He's totally irrelevant. He's totally irrelevant, right? But he'll make a comment. He'll do, you know, he'll say stuff, whatever. You know, and, and we're like, okay, we get it. You're unemployed. You're retired. You got to make some noise because you want to feel good. We got it. All right, go ahead. You see what I'm saying? But this guy, this guy was full of crap. He, he right out lied to me, right? And and then, so I see all the old boys and they, they you know, we know these guys. So anyway, that was the last time, the first and the last time I ever voted for a Democrat, right? And when I did vote for a Democrat, nothing happened. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Now, here's what did happen, okay? There was a lot of contracts signed, okay? And they started building up Kakaako. Now, if you guys, okay, I know it's kind of hard for you guys. Most of our listeners are outside Hawaii, so it's kind of hard for you guys to spell it. Okay, but you don't you don't have to spell it. Just know that there's a lot of development that's coming up in in Hawaii, okay, in this one area. Okay, so so it's it's Kaka'ako, right? Now if you look if you look at the most expensive real estate uh, on the island, it it's been it's been developed right there in Kaka'ako. So so the thing that happened was this governor got in Right, he signed all these contracts with all these developers, and then guess what? He got out, right? And everybody was thinking, like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Did did he, you know, what? If he was so powerful in the Democratic Party, right, that he could just sweep and get in, and boom, he was governor, right? Because he did do a lot of good for Hawaii in in Washington, and he was he was the the House of Representatives guy in Washington, right? The the yeah, he was a United States representative, okay. Mm-hmm. And if he did all that work, and then he came and he was a one-term governor, and then the question was, when did we have a one-term governor? Well, he was the only one, right? Okay, now now check it out, right? So nothing in politics happens by accident, Owens. Nothing. I would tell you that right now. Absolutely nothing. Okay. So. One of two things happened, okay? Either the plan was to get him in, sign all the contracts, and get the hell out, okay? Or the plan was, right, get him in, right? And then, and then he screwed up because he was, he was kind of attitude, kind of small, kind of like that. He was, he was that kind of guy, you know? But, but hey, he, he earned it. He were, earned his place. He earned it. He climbed the ladder, right? We knew him when he was driving on taxi cab and, and smoking weed. We knew him back in the day. We knew this guy. You know, not all of a sudden, all of a sudden, right? Boom, one term, boom, he's out, right? And out of nowhere, this other guy comes in and boom, he's governor. I mean, you know, well, he was in the House of Representatives in the state, so the, the lawmakers knew who he was, but the citizens that are voting, right? Okay, so like I told you guys, you guys have the illusion uh, they give you the illusion of, of voting, okay? So you have the illusion of choice, okay? And this, this goes from the national level all the way down to the mail. And, and you have the illusion of choice, okay? So, so this guy, right, and, and he was that one-term governor. And we was like, hey, what's going on? 
because most of our government, the majority of our governors in statehood was two term. Okay, with the exception, I think of of uh, way back before they had term limits, right? And they, they, but you know what I'm really saying, right? Was it? It was that one time where I voted for a Democrat, nothing happened. Okay, so so my vote, you know, I was I was like ah, I felt, you know, I even I even I even called my mom who was a Republican, right? And I and I told my mom, I said ah, I kind of feel dirty. I kind of went against my principles. I went against my core values. Okay, now this is where I think we are right now in society. Okay, I think you have to vote your core values always, and I I know a lot of people voted already. Okay. So if you voted already, right, uh, it's too late. If you're still undecided, you're still waiting, okay, because there is a couple days left, right, then then you got to vote your core values, right? You got to vote with your core. If you're going to have an illusion of choice, if all this thing is bullcrap to begin with, right, at least vote your core values so when you go through the process and you come out on the other side, at least... You did what what your inner being, right? And this is the law of attraction part. What your inner being is in alignment with. Okay, now, if you're into, you know, doing all this radicalism and stuff like that, and don't get me wrong, I understand. I understand the radical side. I understand what they mean. I understand the system is corrupt. I understand, you know, why they want to tear down the statues. I understand why they want to disrupt and dismantle the system. I get it. I get it. I understand why. You know, we print money. We do. We do some outrageously evil things overseas, right? In to brown people, to brown people, basically, right? We we do. America does that, so I I get it. I understand why Iran, you know, calls America the Great Satan. I, I understand that. I totally get it, right? Okay, but what? Here's what I don't get. Okay. Nobody has a plan for what we're going to replace them with. You know, okay, so we're going to tear down the system. All right, let's tear down the system. Yeah, let's tear down the statues. Let's tear down everything. Let's erase the history of these guys. Okay, so the question is, all right, what are you guys going to do to replace the system? And who's going to take care of the citizens? Oh, well, uh, we, we, yeah, we're going, we're, going to have, uh, we're going to have gangs in the neighborhood and they're going to watch everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So, so this would give a good opportunity, right, for another country, okay, like China, who is making aggressive moves across the planet. Aggressive moves, okay? They are buying and building ports in strategic locations around the planet, right, to establish commerce. Because thanks to the United States, which opened the doors to China and gave China contracts and all this stuff, right? So we're the, we're one of the biggest consumers of China's products, right here, right? We order from China. We have everything made in China. All American manufacturers going to China, okay? So China has has the financial power now, right? And with the coronavirus and the way it went down and everything like that, and you know, so so you know the story. I don't have to tell you the stuff. Like Joe Biden says, right? You know the thing, right? You know the thing, okay? So, so I'm not here to explain it to you because you know, but I'm here to tell you that, that, yeah, okay, what are we going to replace this system with? You know, I, I understand the good parts and the bad parts of the system. So I get the other side. I understand. There's some people walking around and they're like, but I, I have no idea why they want to do this. I know why they want to do this. 
Yeah, the founding fathers had slaves. Everybody had slaves. Rather, Africans themselves had slaves. Right? Africans had slaves. You go to, but they still have slaves in Bermuda. They still have slaves. But they have child labor that are working banana plantations across South America till today. Okay? So because because they want to survive, then you got the small young kids, right? They're 12. As, as, soon, as soon as they're big enough to do something, right? They put them to work. They're out there working in the fields. They're doing whatever. They're getting the 50 cents a day. Whatever they're getting, right? That's not the point. The point is that it's going on. Now, as long as there are human beings on the planet, as, as long as you get one human being that has more than the other one, you're going to get this kind of backlash. You're going to get this kind of complaint. The thing is, where's the plan? You see what I'm saying? Where's the plan? There's no plan. You know, Joe Biden doesn't have a plan. I don't think Donald Trump has a plan, except for the fact that he knows how to negotiate business. He knows how. He's doing chapter two. If you guys read The Art of the Deal, read chapter two. That's exactly what Donald Trump is doing now. That's exactly what he's always done. He is doing chapter two of the art of the deal. Read the book. Read Just read chapter two. Just read chapter two and you will understand. But here's what happened, right? He started bringing jobs back to America. Okay, you know what happened? The unions drove everybody out. The unions and the Democrats, right? One and the same. And and you got to have unions, with that being said. You got to have you. Bro, my uncle them was in the unions. My uncle them ran the unions. Bro, we know all about the unions, right? Hmm. You know, there, there was one time on TV, my mom my mom stood up and she, she scolded this union boss right on TV. And I'm like, oh, boy, I hope he doesn't send the boys down and, and shoot the family. <laughs> you know, but, she, but my mom was right in what she was saying. And and he just and he couldn't do anything. He just shut up right there on live TV. It was on the six o'clock news, and and she told him. I mean, she scolded him on the news, and I'm like, oh, that's my mom. That was my proudest moment. That 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 you know, my proudest moment that my mom ever did. But I'm just saying that we know these union guys. We know what goes on. We know about the control. Yes. It is a form of, of extortion when they go down to the hotels and they force the hotel owners so better wages and all this. But you know what? The union members deserve, you know, better, right? Because before they had unions, brah, these, 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 these corporate guys, right? These land barons, these plantation owners, brah, they, before they had unions, these guys was getting away with murder. Literally murder. Some of these guys are just, you know, you didn't agree? Okay, they uh, Herbert, take them out back and get rid of this guy. And it, you know, you know what I'm saying? Okay, maybe not that extreme. Like, this is a comedy podcast. Okay, if you can't deal with this, then turn it off. But, but I'm just saying, right? This is what happened. And before unions came along, all this kind of crap went down. Okay? And, and these guys were being taken advantage of. Okay, but the problem was when the unions came in and the benefits and all this kind of stuff, it was cheaper to go to, let's say, the Dominican Republic, right? And and make the stuff and hire the people for, you know, 10 cents an hour, right? Because you couldn't afford to do it in the United States because profits went down. The profit margin was so small that you couldn't even make it, right? Okay. Now, because you got you to gotta figure you got to add tax on that, right? 
So everything is taxed. So you know what you do? You give the corporations tax breaks. Okay, then the little everyday guy jumps up and down and goes, hey, they're getting tax breaks. They're getting this, they're getting that. Yeah, but you know what? They're providing jobs. So if they're providing jobs, right? And they're getting the tax breaks and now you can manufacture stuff in the country. Why not? You know, we, we were just consumers printing money. Okay, now now we're starting to get that manufacturing thing back again, right? You know, and, and then now what, what does the other side say? Right, the blue side, right? <clears throat> and this, this podcast is not about demonizing the Democrats or the blue side. I'm just saying what's going on. They say, well, we're going to shut down America. We're going to, uh, of course, because when you shut down America, the other guys can come in, right? And they come in with money and they buy things and they buy people and they buy politicians. And pretty soon, right, you're going to have to end up learning Mandarin. I'm telling you right now, okay? Not, <laughs> maybe, okay, maybe you don't need to learn Mandarin, but. All this stuff is going to be owned, you know, by the guys that come in with the money. Because America is basically for sale, all right? Now, I know this was the other podcast, but I'm going to refresh your memory. Okay, back in the 80s, right, we had the Democrats in Hawaii selling Hawaii to the Japanese, okay, in the 80s, the early 80s, right? What happened by the late 80s, mid, mid to late 80s, right? The Nikkei, the Japanese stock market, fell out, crashed, boom. Right? What happened? Well, they started selling off. Okay. Now what happened? Now what's going on? Well, they're selling to the Chinese. Okay. Now the Japanese was a was a pretty sweet deal because the Japanese they they really liked Hawaii. They were really respectful people. Okay. Chinese people are not like Japanese people. They different. They different. They don't care Hawaiians. They don't care. Okay. Now if you're listening to this in Des Moines, Iowa, because we have listeners in Iowa. All right, uh, no care means they don't care. Okay, they 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 have no compassion. They 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 not. If you're not Chinese, if you're Chinese, if you're one of the family, I'm sure they do, right? But yeah, you know the Japanese people are very hospitable. Okay, the Chinese people they're more cut and dried. Okay, so <laughs> trust me, trust me, always. And so, but they you know they they come in and they buy stuff and they operate stuff and they take the money and then you know that's it. That's business, right? And they're very good business people, okay? And, and you know, these, these Chinese people have built up wealth in their country over years and years and years of not being able to go out in the world and buy stuff. Now, their grandchildren, their children and grandchildren can go. They got, they got the wealth. These kids are going, they, wow, they live in crazy lives. You know, you, you, you see that movie, Crazy Rich Asians, right? They're doing crazy stuff, right? They, they, they go in, they buy the hotel, right? right? They go in, they buy the whole hotel, just like the movie, right? Same thing. But but the, the basis of what I'm telling you guys is America's for sale. Okay, now let's look at the other side of stuff that maybe you guys never consider. Okay? So when everything was made in Japan, we sent all the contracts to Japan. All the manufacturers went to Japan. They all made stuff in Japan because it was cheap. Right? Now, they're making them all in China. Okay? Where is the next frontier? India. We mentioned this on the other podcast, so I'm not going to go into it. But just remember that. Okay? So, India is the next frontier. So, the next time you walk in Walmart and you see stuff and it goes, made in India. And you go, oh, made in India. Oh, interesting. Right? Okay, that's the next frontier. So, what you're really looking at is you're looking at cycles. You're looking at You're looking at America. Right. And America is is using these countries 
for manufacture in America is using these countries for different things, right? And America is getting benefits from it, okay? It's not like America's doing all this stuff and we're all operating at a loss, okay? But the American people, okay, who are the consumers, right? Okay, we need something for us, okay? We need, we need manufacturing. We need some of this stuff, right? They're talking about eliminating all of the oil jobs. We're not ready for that yet. Okay, can we switch to green tomorrow? No, I don't think so, Hawaiians. You know what's going to happen if they do that? The whole economy is going down the drain. You know why? There's so much, so many things revolve around oil. Okay, plastic production revolves around oil, petroleum, right? Where are you going to get your Vaseline from, Hawaiians? I'm just saying, right? There's a lot of petroleum products that you guys got to take into consideration, right? All right, so... I mean, you know, so 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 they cannot just drop and they, they cannot convert to clean energy tomorrow. If you get rid of all these oil refineries and you get rid of people drilling for oil. Remember when they wanted to drill in the Gulf of Mexico, right? And Obama said, no, we're not going to do that. We want to protect the environment. We want to do that. Oh, that was a bunch of crock. Wow. That was a that was a crock. Of, you know what? Right. OK. So but what I'm saying is we're not ready yet. Okay, we're almost ready. We're almost there. Okay, so now we got Teslas running. We got, you know, I was driving on hybrid, and I tell you what, I missed that hybrid because that hybrid, bro, I had on, I had on hybrid car, right? And that bugger would whine like a jet. And that, bro, that was so fun to drive. And the valets, you know, when they bring up my car to the kind, and they would bring up the car, right? And I was standing there with my date, and my car would whine, like, especially when they slow down to pick me up. Or to, to the kind, right? To open the door for the cheek, right? And they would, they would slow the car down. The thing would whine like on jet. Like on jet was coming in for a landing. You know, and, and she would look at me and I'll go, man, how you like that one, baby? <laughs> you know, you see what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, but what I'm saying is we're not there yet. Okay. So now we get the light bulbs, right? We get regulations. We're all like, okay, we're getting there. Okay. By 2025, Hawaii's supposed to be energy sufficient, self-sufficient energy. Okay, so the young people now, right? They say, well, we don't want tourism. Tourism is bad. Okay, maybe one day soon we can get rid of, we can stop tourism. Okay, but these hotels that have spent, you know, billions of dollars building, what we're going to do? Well, we're going to turn them into affordable housing. Well, we can convert these things. We can convert them. Okay, well, have you checked with the hotel owners first? <laughs> See what I'm saying? Because these guys, these guys in government, they got all these ideas, right? But the guys in government and the, and the politicians, okay, so politicians and business people don't always get along. It, trust me, <laughs> I know a lot of guys that own a lot of stuff, right? They, they own buildings. They own hotels. I know hotel owners. I know guys who own chains of businesses. They, they own chains of stuff. They own franchises of things. And, and the, the number one thing they tell me is, bro, we as much as possible we don't, we don't want to deal with these politicians right because these guys go and hijack the whole concept of why these guys are in business in the first place okay how I, now i'm not gonna get into all of that you know i'm not gonna get into all this kind of stuff but what i'm telling you guys and the basis of this podcast is you gotta vote your core values okay when you stick to your core values and you and you live your core values it doesn't matter who's in office. It doesn't matter the state of the state, right? 
Now, if you if you're voting for the red, you're voting for the blue, okay? If you're voting for red, you're voting for less government, less taxes. Where you're voting for blue, you're voting for the opposite, you know. And I totally get why they want to dismantle dismantle the system, but this system goes more than just the United States. This is a world system, which is why you see people protesting across the world, right? And you go, well, America is the last country like this. If we ain't got America, where are we going, right? Okay, good question. Okay, because you know, a lot of people go, well, if, if uh, the, the Democrats get in, we're moving to South America. No, you ain't moving to South America. Stop it, right? No, you're going to make the best of what it is. And, and you're going to continue doing what you're doing. You may have to curb some of your stuff, right? You may, you know, they may outlaw certain things and you, you see what I'm saying? But, but the bottom line is you can attract into your life what you need and you are constantly attracting your core values. So stick to your core values. You know, you can, if you cannot see the other side, you need to be able to see the other side. You need to be able to look at what's going on and go, okay, well, I understand where they're coming from, but I choose this. You see what I'm saying? Don't be ignorant. So the root word of ignorant is ignore. Don't be ignorant and go, well, you know, uh, these guys are crazy. These guys are nuts because, uh, I, you know, and then you can only see this side. If you only see blue, see what I'm saying? If you only see the Democratic side, you cannot see the other side. Or if you're on the other side, the Republican side, and you cannot see the Democrat side. You see what I'm saying? I understand. I understand what's going on. A lot of people don't understand what's going on. They only understand the principles that they've been taught for the particular party they belong to. And then they're just going like that. You see? And there's, there's good sides on, on both of this, uh, on, on both of the fence, the side of the fence. On two sides of the fence. There's, there is. There's, there's a good side to the, to being blue. And there's a good side to being red. Okay? My question is, Where's the blue plan and where's the red plan? And right now, trust me, Hines, we ain't seen a plan. You know why you ain't seen a plan? You ain't seen a plan because this is all by grand design. Okay, this is this goes higher than this goes higher than Washington. This goes farther than the United States. This goes way, way back. Okay, basically, you watching a puppet show. You watching the puppet show. So you know, grab some popcorn if if you like. Right, because you are watching a puppet show, and whatever happens is what's supposed to happen. Because, like George Carlin said, we have owners, right, and and they belong to a club, and we're not in it. We're, we're not in that. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, Owens. All right, okay, there you go, Owens. That's our perspectives on what's going on. And, hey, we like to take off. By the way, uh, the, the comments and. And all that stuff on the podcast have nothing to do with any of our sponsors. They don't know what the hell we're talking about. And, and sometimes we don't even know. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, Hawaii. There you go. But think about it. Think about it. Use your brains, Hawaii. And vote your conscience, okay? Vote your conscience. There you go. All right. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa, Brother Randy, Sister Jerry. And uh, we hope everything opens up soon, right? <laughs> okay. Voice Master, family of service companies like Tumahalo them. Also, AFMHawaiiMusic.com. And uh, Brother Darren Chiden, his music. Download them from iTunes. 
And uh, we check you guys later, okay? Uh, till next time, Hawaiians. Okay? Vote your core values. Okay? Till next time. Mahalo. Aloha.